welcome back to Get Ridged. This is a podcast where I usually talk about movies, maybe music, um, tech news, movies that I'm interested in, going to see, have seen, rewatched. It is episode number one in 2020. I decided um, I had a couple episodes over the past couple years, but I decided to um, you know start fresh, start new. I haven't ha- I haven't made an episode in a while. So I did want to kind of touch base since we are now in 2020 to um, kind of go over the last 10 years of movies. Um, So I'm going to jump right into that. Uh, Let's start with 2010. 2010, I marked a couple movies down. Now, I know there's a bunch of movies out there that I did see, but um, 2010 I saw... Um, kind of my top couple movies, which I really enjoyed, um, Blue Valentine with Ryan Gosling, 127 Hours, Inception, Black Swan. Um, Inception was probably one of the big, bigger budget movies of that year in 2010, um, but I would have to say Blue Valentine, I just recently watched that again, and I thoroughly enjoyed Blue Valentine with Ryan Gosling. It's Kind of an interesting, weird love story thing. 127 Hours was with James Franco where he uh, played um, the hiker who got stuck in uh, inside the boulder um, and then ended up having to uh, sacrifice um, something. I don't want to give it away if you've never seen it, but I would say those are probably the top couple movies from 2010 that I really enjoyed. Uh, but I want to go through all the way until 2019, so... Uh, there's quite a few on here. 2011, um, I, I forgot about this one, but I marked it down. Super 8, Super 8 I thought was really good. Um, kind of like that E.T. alien uh, 80s vibe of like that kind of Stranger Things before Stranger Things was even a thing. Um, 50-50 was one of my favorite ones from 2011. Um, that was with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Seth Rogen. I recently rewatched that. Um, where Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets cancer and um, his friend, his best friend Seth Rogen, um, they just uh, try and navigate um, friendship. Um, so I, I would say those two, uh, that's probably for 2011. 2012, um, I really enjoy Perks of Being a Wallflower, Wreck-It Ralph, and Moonrise Kingdom. Funny thing is, is I actually found Moonrise Kingdom probably 2016 maybe 2017 i didn't know it came out in 2012 but i have to put it on there because i am a big wes anderson fan and perks of being a wallflower i've always enjoyed kind of like that coming of age um type of film and so um those are the couple for 2012 now in 2013 definitely have to put the secret life of walter mitty uh, with Ben Stiller, uh, Mud, with Matthew McConaughey in Nebraska. Nebraska won a bunch of awards. Um, I definitely enjoyed that. That's a that's a good one for sure. Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know why I put that one on there. It was a good film. Leonardo DiCaprio did a good job. Um, that was a little bit little bit weird for me, but I wanted to put it up there because it did kind of make a splash in the movie scene. Um, side effects. Um, not a lot of people talked about side effects with Catherine Zeta-Jones, Channing Tatum, I believe Jude Law, a couple other people in there. 
Side Effects is one of those kind of thriller movies um, that I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, so that was for 2013. 2014, um, I've always enjoyed jazz music for as long as I can remember. Um, played drums for a little bit. So in 2014, when Whiplash came out, I was on their, um, pretty much their fan list for sure. I saw that movie a couple times. Boyhood, uh, Birdman. Birdman, I feel like, kind of did um, kind of out-of-the-box filming. Um, they had those long, continuous uh, shots on the camera that would go from like four or five different rooms. Um, Interstellar, um, again, um, that was a really cool one as far as space and kind of time travel type gone girl gone girl was just crazy as a crazy story it was written by a midwest author as far as the book uh goes um, i i didn't read the book it's probably not a bad idea to read the book but um those are for 2014 uh 2015 mad max sicario the revenant room in ex machina uh mad max uh, that's just a classic um, Tom Hardy, I think, did a great job. Uh, um, Charlize Theron did a fantastic job. Sicario, I never watched the second Sicario. I really wanted to, but uh, the the Sicario movie um, I thought was fantastic. Revenant, of course, because Leonardo finally got his award um, that he so much deserved in that film. That was probably the biggest one for me that year. Um, Room, extremely um, a heavy film as far as full of emotion goes in Ex Machina as far as AI intelligence. Um, it kind of gives you like a, like a peek into what may happen, um, you know, as far as like robots and all that craziness. I mean, they made it look pretty, pretty real. Um, 2016, kind of a slower year in 2016. They had um, Moonlight I put up there for me and Tom Hanks' movie Sully, where he was the um, commercial airline pilot that, landed the plane inside the Hudson River. Um, 2017, I threw a Netflix one up there, Okja. Uh, I did Call Me By Your Name, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Hostels, and Baby Driver. Um, this was a big year as far as awards goes, whereas I actually started sitting down really uh, close and uh, paying attention to... Um, the awards shows and trying to watch as many movies as I can that were up for awards. Um, Hostels was fantastic. I recommend Hostels for anyone because there's not very many times anymore now where uh, movie studios will make a really solid story for as far as um, kind of like that cowboy and Indian um, type of film. And so this wasn't directly cowboy and Indian, um, but this is more like um, Confederate soldier or something like that, whatever. Um, uh, whatever Christian Bale was, I can't remember what type of um, army sergeant type he was, but um, he had to transport um, an Indian chief back to their uh, native land. So that was really cool. 2018, um, I would say searching, uh, searching with, uh, I think it was John Cho. I really like this one primarily because this was filmed from every other camera besides a normal camera, whether it be the camera on an iPhone like a selfie camera or a street camera or or a webcam on the computer and you like you see what the person's doing on the computer. And so I don't know, I would say 
that one just because of the cinematography and kind of how it was edited in that fashion. I, I enjoyed that. Now, of course, 2018 had Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, eighth grade, A Quiet Place, which I was really, really looking forward to, which did not disappoint. Um, I didn't see they're coming out with A Quiet Place 2, I believe, into 2020. Um, Annihilation, um, if you listen back episodes, episodes ago, um, at the end of 2018, I rated um, Annihilation as my number one um, film I enjoyed. Unsane and Bad Times at El Royale. Unsane I put on there because... Um, that whole film was filmed on an iPhone. You don't see that too terribly often anymore. Um, you really don't see that at all. I know there's a movie out there called Tangerine. Um, Unsane is the other one. And I feel like Unsane did a fantastic job. And then 2019, uh, we just wrapped up that. I really wanted to get this episode up in 2019, but it is 2020, whatever. Um, 2019, I said Us. Uh, Bird Box um, with Sandra Bullock, The Peanut Butter Falcon, um, Midsummer, uh, Uncut Gems, Waves, Honey Boy. There's a bunch of them. I feel like in 2019 they had a couple towards the beginning of the year and a couple towards the end of the year. And like in the summertime, I was looking for movies to go to in the summertime of 2019, and there was nothing. There was nothing out. And so I was just like, well, what do I do? And then all of a sudden, it was like November, December. It was just like. Honey Boy, Peanut Butter Falcon, Uncut Gems, Waves. It was like, how many movies can you see before the end of the year? And then especially where I live, um, sometimes our theaters don't get some of those kind of off-the-beaten-path ones. Um, like Waves. Waves was in theaters for um, my town for like five days or something. So um, I was I was lucky enough to go see um, some of those kind of weird off the beaten path ones. I would say for 2019, my number one film that was that would be hard. Um, I would probably put Peanut Butter Falcon as number one. Number two, I would probably put Waves, and number three, probably Honey Boy. Um, Uncut Gems was cool because it had Adam Sandler as more of a serious role. Now I know he's been in like um, more serious films, like. Um, uh, it was a punch drunk love or an, um, along came Polly. I think he was in that one. Uh, I don't know his, uh, film, um, set up as much, but I say uncut gems was pretty cool because it was kind of a little more, uh, a little more serious, uh, a little, a little more vulgar, which some people like, some people don't like, I don't mind it, but I was just curious to see how the Safety brothers, um, when they filmed, uh, good time with Robert Pattinson um, from Twilight. I have to say from Twilight because that's where everyone knows him from. The Safety Brothers also did Uncut Gems, and so it kind of had that fast, uh, bright, quick thriller kind of vulgar type of film. Um, so uh, yeah, that was 2010 to 2019. Now, if as far as upcoming films for 2020. Um, 1917, I'm thoroughly looking forward to seeing that one. I'm seeing that one in a couple days. Um, I really don't care about Bad Boys for Life. Um, Doolittle, Robert Downey Jr., I think Eddie Murphy will always be uh, Dr. Doolittle. Um, there's a couple of them out right now, uh, or coming out soon. Gretel and Hansel looked interesting. Uh, the rhythm section, I was just like, well, okay, uh, that one looks uh, a little bit different as far as... Uh, uh, that one also has Jude Law in it as well. Blake Lively, Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown, 
Um, I forgot to mention in 2019 when Waves came out, he was in uh, he was the father in that film, and he was fantastic. Coming from a show like Us uh, on TV, which was a little bit more of like a family, warm, loving, you know, going into Waves, where he was a little bit more um, outspoken, a little more rough around the edges. Um, I'm, I'll be surprised on what he does with the rhythm section with Blake Lively. Um, I don't really know too much about that film, but that one's uh, that one's going to be interesting for me as far as if I will go uh, see that one or not. Um, but yeah, so I wanted to make a quick, kind of a quicker episode of my favorite films from the past decade. Um, you know, and I always want to leave uh, each episode. Um, I'll try and post more episodes up in 2020, but I always want to see um, or let you guys know uh, my favorite Instagram recently that I've uh, kind of stumbled onto is retro.cult, cult, C-U-L-T. Um, I love the Instagram account because it has a lot of retro art, uh, retro advertising, retro toys, retro uh, movie clips, um, and, and that, that's kind of fun. Um, books I'm reading right now is Reasons to, Reasons to Live by Matt Haig. Um, it's uh, kind of an autobiography type of book where um, it goes into like depression and anxiety and all sorts of craziness that uh, the author um, went through. Um, podcast that I'm listening to that I'm thoroughly enjoying right now. Uh, I recently got into Dateline uh, with Lester Holt. Of course, a lot of people know Dateline, the television show. Uh, they did make it into a um, into a podcast. So you know, driving a, you know to work or whatever, it almost makes you feel like you're watching TV with Lester. Um, in music, um, kind of a, a one out of left park, our left field, um, Supreme Soul, Supreme, S-U-P-R-E-M-E, Soul, S-O-L, kind of like that Chicago-based rapper style, like Lupe Fiasco, but um, he came up on a playlist, um, and I actually, since it's 2020, I started a brand new playlist, so he was um, kind of the start for that. Um, so that's it for this episode. Um kind of a quick one i just want to let you guys know that i am still making episodes um end of 2019 was a little crazy so i couldn't get this out in time but i'm glad i did get it made so i'll try and uh, see more movies um make more podcasts uh, put more episodes up so you guys can always find me i always post this on the anchor app you can always leave voicemails um, this will go out to, I think, nine other streaming services. You can always reach me on Instagram, where I am uh, rich, which is one R, two I's, three C's, and four H's. Um, and with that being said, I will see everyone in episode two for 2020.